Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to be motivated by your host, Reverend John Wheeler! Now shut up! You shut up! Sit down! Shut up! Shut up! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, people of the jury, executioners, Judge Judy and executioner. Um, today, uh, my normal co-host is not with me, our friend Meredith, and instead, the person who's usually behind the curtain in the massage chair, giggling in a way that you cannot hear, <laughs> is my lovely wife, Alexis Wheeler. Not yeah. Reverend Alexis Wheeler, though. She has not no. yet gained that distinction. You don't automatically get that just because you get married. You get my last name, which is pretty important. It's okay. They just call me Witchy Wheeler. They call you Witchy Wheeler? Who the hell are they? No one. I have no friends. Yeah. I thought you meant like people at your, your scary, gross heart job. <laughs> they are they probably like, call me worse things. Hello, Witchy Wheeler. No, they call me worse things. Is that things. you? Like Bitchy Wheeler? Mm. Do you get accused of committing acts of bitchcraft? I feel like there was another podcast where we were already uh, verbatim going over the old Phil Hartman, Mike Myers, Saturday Night Live thing. Where I think it was like your last one. It was probably the last one. When Getting I made a... you a CBD joint. Mm. I'm good at those. You are. You do roll quite the fatty. Yeah, because it was all out of these things. As a matter of fact, when I went to like the scary, gross, ghetto tobacco store in uh, Brooklyn Park that I usually go to... Uh, not as close to Figgles' house as the other place I go for weird... Would you say? ...quasi-legal drugs. Hmm? I said, would you say? Yeah. But, uh, there's a place called Royal Tobacco that... And it's pro there's probably a lot of places called that up there. Um, that sell these CBD cigarettes. And this was literally, like, the last package of them that they had. They really should have a place called Wacky Tobacky. They really should. They should. Uh, like, at this point, there's so, so much. But this this new camera really picks up the smoke, yeah. actually, like, really well. Alexa's got me a uh, Logitech. Logitech. Whatever, when you go on YouTube and everybody goes, what's the best cheap streaming game camera you can get? Because the only reason to be on the internet is to, t is to show people that you can play video games. Or your boobs. Yeah, and then if you have also boobs when you stream video games, you'll get, instead of zero people watching you, like five, and you'll always be advertising that. Not that I get that many people, but I'm, you know, I'm a little bit proud that I get viewers. Look it. What? Your butterfly sits on your tits? No, watch. He's flapping. Oh, there he goes. Aww. Hey, everybody, check out my wife's hey. rack. Ah, you like that? Bobbity. Bobbity boom. <laughs> you know, this is just proving that I'm your wife. Yeah, well, I don't know that anyone was really ever questioning that, but... No, but our, how we act. Yeah, and you know what's fun? A good Italian racist joke always... <laughs> you're being racist towards other white people... And no one gives a fuck. Not even Italian. No, you're not even act. Despite what the washed out camera tells the audience, you. I'm see through. Yeah, you're like not really white though, because your father is from Portugal. Yeah, well, and he my is brother a. Brother got the dark. Yeah, I did not. Your brother got all of the cool foreign, 
you know, uh, person of color points, and then you just have yeah, to be, like, called a white person by lunatics all the time. Fuckers. Be like, my wife is not white. I mean, she is, on but... see-through. Yeah. On the surface. She's transparent. What you're seeing there is all bone. That's just skull material that's shining through her transparent flesh mm. because she is some Look sort it. of Portuguese jellyfish that's a creature. Good, uh, Jack Skellington with like the contour. What? Yeah, this was like a TikTok makeup tutorial about like yeah, putting putting Jack Skellington teeth on the side of your face. You'd be killing it. But <laughs> this it's good that, that I do have, speaking of Jack Skellington and of my, my gothic child bride here. Um, I don't dye my hair anymore. Oh, is that because you think people can see a couple of gray hairs on camera no, and I mean, think like, that you're I somehow had, older than 28 to, years like, old? Cause, well, um, I used to look more gothic with dyed hair. Well, but yeah. Anyway, so, by the way, white stripe in here somewhere. So did I. Like this is my real hair there, color that I was always dying. There, I'm getting a white stripe. Yeah, you're like whenever the there's I'm a working on it. A lady president in the future in like an X Men timeline, like they have the cool white streaks in their hair. Yeah. Like, Madam President, what do we do about the mutant problem? And she's like, mutant problem, because maybe she's like the cool president because she's a lady. And she says, fuck them all. Well, yeah, then it probably turns out but she's evil. I don't know who the no, future X-Men lady evil. president really is. I just remember that it was like a thing in the cartoon whenever they'd go into the future. And I don't know how accurate that was to the comic book. And I don't know how accurate that comic book was to real life. But I'm guessing it's close. Did you ask the mutants? Like, how they were portrayed in the movies and comic book? Well, the one at Home Depot earlier didn't seem to want to talk about it, so... Oh, wait, you said mutant? I guess it's not. No, that is maybe. If you have an, if you have a slightly weird amount of chromosomes, I'm sure that's a mutation. Uh. <laughs> oh boy, my I smoke that. My eyes are the same color as this pickle martini. Yeah, that's why I'm making for you. I just douse it in my eyeball. Ah! By the way, I'm making a. I'm enjoying a, my my standard olive martini that I, I didn't make dirty, but I used a much. Yeah. I use Tanqueray, which is a much hairier gin. It's good and, with this, with my pickle. Yeah. Well, that's good, except for I made yours with vodka, because I wanted yours no. to be crisper. Mm. No, this wouldn't have sat as well with that. Can See, Yes, I'll set it down. Um, one thing Alexis and I love to work on together is, 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 yeah, yeah, see, you can really taste the juniper, which... You can really taste the pine needles. Yeah, which is the... Uh, we have several snakes, as I think has been discussed on here a couple of times randomly. Well, now, n yeah, now we now we have four. We got. I slowly discovered, though, it is a that it is a nice variety, and hog noses are kind of still rare with people, and they're really neat, and they're only getting more expensive. But yeah. I'm glad we got in on that one back when uh, she didn't cost all that much. But our hog nose snake had to get shipped from, I believe, Idaho. But anyway, a lot of people She's who. Ours, yeah, she's a potato lady. A lot of people that have sort of a, a slight snake collection, but are are somewhat inclined to being in the, in the you know, they have more than one. Everyone's pretty much like, I have a cord snake, I have a hog nose, and I have a ball python, which is what we had. We had the, the three that you can handle. Mm -hmm. um, you know, ball pythons are like a little, or corn, I'm sorry, hog noses are a little unusual, but once you kind of get used to their personalities, they're really easy to take care of. 
Uh, ball pythons can be like a little finicky, but if you keep their humidity and everything right, they're usually fine. And corn snakes are like the easiest thing in the world to take care of. So people have those. We ventured in, into the world of getting a boa constrictor, which is the kind of thing that your average, like some, like, you know, you, you get like people, guys in their early 20s that smoke a lot of weed and have base things in their cars. They're like, I got a boa constrictor. And then they usually have to like rehome them. They don't get that they're like, they're a little bit more to deal with. They're kind of they strong. Like, uh, they are, if you are only used to the other ones that we have, they are a little harder to read, which was, like, the hardest part. Yeah, they're, you know, all snakes have these sort of cues that you can, you have to kind of learn because they're not the same as dogs and they're not the same as people and they're not the same as cats or orangutans. But here's the other thing. They're not even the same as each other's. Mm -hmm. uh, like the hognose, for instance, they make a lot of eye contact and tend to look at you and whatever. And it's not because they're about to attack you. Uh, some breeds of snake, however, if they're actually like looking you right in the face, it means they're about to bite you right in the face. And you have to learn to figure out, okay, well, when this one does it, it's not good. When this one does it, it's actually fine. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. It's just the thing that you learn when you're the kind of person that, you know, kind of keep snakes as pets and they're one of my favorite pets because they're interesting and they're fun but they eat and shit once a week or less <laughs> and i kind of love that about them because we you know have unless persephone unless you're persephone she'll like do two shits a week yeah but it's in one they're right next to each other in one day yeah. for some reason she kind of has that thing yeah you know, it's like when you're a human like you take a poop and you kind of like flush and wipe and get up. And then you're kind of like five minutes later, you're like, oh, and then like the rest of it comes out. I think that's what she goes through. The price She's on, so uh, like us. Hognose girls actually have come down. Look at. I can't. What is it? Like 300, 250, 300. Yeah. But I think when you found her, it was right when it was on its way up to that. Yeah. And then now I think it's like coming down now. Maybe a bit. Well, here's the other thing. The thing with snakes is their popularity is one part of it, but also how many different weird uh, morphs, which is, you know, when people breed them to look different and stuff. Like, these ones are purple or yeah. whatever. Like, these ones don't have the spots they do in nature. They're just black all the way around or something. Like, that stuff, the, the newest and coolest ones of those are usually crazy expensive, which means... The ones that existed previously, like, oh, it looks like a normal one, but it's just albino or whatever. That gets cheaper. Like, that mm -hmm. gets... Uh, Persephone, our hog nose, is a... Albino, albino coffee belly. Albino, yeah, her belly color is kind of interesting compared to the rest of her. Like, it's not just white or whatever. It is kind of a toffee. Mm -hmm. um, well, isn't she something, too, with her spots are, like, no. a little further apart? I don't know, not whatever. Her. She's not a conda. She's a conda, just, yeah. She's just uh, albino. Yeah. Um, so. Top of Faye belly. The top of Faye belly, yeah. There's so many references. Like, I got I to gotta talk more about our new snake and a little bit about my friend Chris and top of Faye about my uh, future work I'll be doing. But. Yeah. So anyway, we got we uh, adopted an already not fully grown, but not a baby uh, Nicaraguan bow constrictor that we named Juniper mm -hmm. after the gin. And it, it we're, I love that we're good at naming snakes because everybody's like, you know, her original name by her last people was Cookies and Cream because her belly kind of looks like that. And there's always like every single snake's name is like ramen or like mm. noodle boy or yeah whatever noodle or boy. like cupcake or something and or, i mean that's cute or but puppy which i like but it's too common yeah 
But yeah, I like you know her name's or Juniper. Stick. Just kidding. Our yeah, our ball python's name is Beluga, mm-hmm. which is a really pretty name. And uh, Lilu, after Lilu, Multipass, and Persephone. Mm-hmm. Per- Princess Persephone, Hogworm. Um, yeah, but anyway, it, it's been interesting because a boa constrictor is not a beginner snake. The other three are kind of like, yeah, you can kind of... And obviously we have a little bit of experience, but the interesting things about boa constrictors is that Pound for pound, if you compare them to a ball python, they weigh like they they per the size they weigh like twice as much because they're all fucking muscle. Like our our ball python's even a little pudgy. We're kind of have her on a bit of a diet, but uh, Juniper is strong as shit and like weighs a ton. And you know, basically when we got her, we had sort of a leftover tank that was barely big enough for, her, but you kind of had to be in there. Well, Alexis retrofitted this bigger one we bought from these people, but they left it kind of gross, and yeah. we had to put new wheels on it and stuff. Like it was kind of fucked up, but it was the price was right. But it had like two levels and uh, bars and poles for her to hang off of, and she's you know, bows. Yeah, she is a she's arboreal, which means the stripper of the snake world. Yeah, and I uh, said stripper of the sea. Stripper of the sea. <laughs> but. So, yeah, she won't get as huge as, like, some boa constrictors. Nicaraguan boa constrictors are famously top out at, like, what, five or six feet or something like that. Like, they don't get crazy big. They're not like the, oh. Five is, like, standard, but they can go to seven. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But it's not, like, ten or eleven. Like, you'll see people with ones that are like, holy shit. Um but yeah, she's pretty chill, but they're all the thing is is that they're smart, so they know when things are kind of fucked up. So it's like first she had to get over the fact that she suddenly had new people, was in a new thing, and then that thing was kind of a temporary thing. So, you know, we'd taken her out and she was fine. But I got to experience my first boa like hiss at me. And the other snakes have never done this. Like the the well, the hognose does like a little display, like they don't open their mouths or anything, but they'll kind of like, still, like flatten they out. They do hiss though. They hiss. But yeah. it's like this quick like Yeah. And you're like, oh, but A, they're way smaller. You've never heard a boa hiss before. Well, and boa hisses heard of it from Meredith. Yeah, Meredith explained from a much bigger one that an, an ex boyfriend of hers had. But that their hiss sounds like they're one of the things from Aliens. Yeah. And I experienced firsthand because we had to take all of her furniture out and move it. And then we were going to grab hers. And I think it was upsetting her a little. She's like, okay, first I'm in this thing that's too small. Now you're taking all my hides and sticks out. And yeah, I tried to grab her and she w- it felt like she was glued to the floor. Like they're strong enough where if they don't want to go. And she's still not even that big. Big-ish, but... Like, I couldn't get her to move. And I was like, come on, Juniper, come on. And she did the full open mouth, slow predator alien. Just like. Yeah. I mean, it's like, ah. Like, it's hilariously intimidating when they do that. You're like, okay. But, you know, she didn't try to bite me or anything. She was just telling me to fuck off, which is fine. Lucky. And then you had to talk to her, and she hissed at you, too. But you yeah. coaxed her out more slowly. And then she's in her new house, and now she's happy as a she clam. She's super happy. We just fed her, and she's named after Jin, which I think it was a point I didn't quite get around to completely. You did say it. Okay. Because, yeah. That's why it came you up. said Juniper. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I call her Junie, Junie Gabuni, or perhaps Junie Babuni. Yeah, I it's, just call her Junie June. Yeah, it's, it's a cute name for the snake. And, um... Girls average five feet. Okay. But I think I did read something that they could go to seven, but they're considered a dwarf boa. 
They're yeah, they're they're designed to not get as much big. Easy, as much easier to handle, significantly easier to house and care for. Well, yeah, because anything. Well, when you think about how strong she is, and if you imagine one of those things we'll being get her out of twelve feet thing. long, and 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 just in the in the exact same type of animal, but that is twice as long deciding that it does not want to cooperate with you like that would be a wrestling match like like, that's get in your face yeah like if they got angry with you like yeah so it is kind of interesting the experience of handling one that's generally on the small side and will stay on the smaller side but you can imagine when people have huge bow constrictors and they actually have to like like if they get a grumpy one like how, how much trouble that would actually be to kind of try to handle i think that that's rather I just definitely think, like, it's, uh, it takes more time slash is more of a challenge with the bigger snakes because they are smarter. Yes. And so, like, trying to figure out what she's telling us, like, come on, what are you saying, girl? Is last seen a well? Where did you poop the rat out? Like, yeah, it's, uh, it does take a little bit more to be like, okay, is she actually upset? Is she just really stressed out? Like, what can we do? Whereas yeah. Lilu is a doofus who's just That's like, the corn snake. Yeah, and Lilu is also the friendly like if she comes up in your she face, she just gives you kisses. Like it's yeah. it's 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 weird dealing with some Lilu is a funny case because any a snake, let alone any reptile being that affectionate, flies in the face of what common knowledge and people will tell you. And it's like, I don't know. She's kind of a cuddle bug. I don't know if it's just warmth. I think she's... She's my emotional support noodle. Yeah, she kind of really is, and it's super interesting. Um, yeah. And uh, let's see. What should... I'm looking up what Snake Discovery has for sale. But the other side note I wanted to get to before I talk about it, I think this is going to be the Halloween episode, which... Snakes are spooky, but they're not. They're just friendly pets, and for the most part, they're not even that scary because the in North America, even you know, the idea of running into even a venomous snake is fairly fairly unusual. There's not a a, we have um, there's some eastern hognoses, and then we have uh, timber rattlesnakes. But western hognoses live in the United States too. Yeah, but in Minnesota. Oh, in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But eastern hognose is never going to bite you. A timber rattlesnake is probably the most dangerous thing we have in Minnesota. But you know, the other thing is, is rattlesnakes kind of have your back because they warn you. Like they literally have that rattle so that they don't have to bite you. Because again, uh, animals with venom would rather not bite you. Mm-hmm. They're be, more scared of you. Than yeah, you it's just to them. keep you like away, but they don't want to have to do that because a it it is uh, metabolically expensive to generate venom and to use it all up on something they're not trying to eat is like a waste for them. Plus, they can bite you, and then while they're biting you, you could kill them, and then it's like, well, you might get sick later, but that doesn't do them any good. What's this word? Animals do not have vengeance. Massa. Massasuga? The eastern Massasuga. This is uh, another venomous snake. Cool. It said right here. Oh, you're on the but you're on the Minnesota and the like DNR. DNR. Yeah, it says of uh, 17 snake species in the state, only two are venomous, which they do not include the um, eastern hognose. Yeah. So well, they that's barely, wrong. barely should but though, because the they're not gonna bite you. Snake in the eastern Massa. Massasuga. Massasuga. I that actually saying it out loud oh, now. They're I've, only found in southeastern um, 
in the southeastern country and are rarely encountered. oh so by that weird south dakota part of like everything yeah so it's where you find all those weird mansions in the middle of nowhere for like two hundred thousand dollars so yeah the other thing is what john was saying about rattlesnakes and how they're actually giving us a warning we're actually fucking them up we are wrecking their i mean i guess like their evolution's working out for them but now they're evolving to not to learn to not rattle because it gets them killed. Yeah, because someone's like, oh, a rattlesnake, go over there and shoot it, Cletus. Yep. And you're not supposed to do that because they're there to serve a purpose like everything else. That's it'd be, it'd be like killing a bat here. or something and being like, hey, well, what, do you people love mosquitoes all of a sudden? No, people do Well, that. yeah, there's because people are stupid. It's and all of the scary. Halloween animals... You notice that all the Halloween animals are like predator animals. Are the ones I love, though. Well, well, there's that, but they're like what? Spiders, snake, bat, like you know, black law cat. But like they all eat things that spread the plague, things that like shit in your grain silos and put like the rodents, which are mm-hmm. yes, rats are cuddly. Like pet rats are great. They're a sad pet because they live for like a year and they die miserably as. Uh, an ex of mine discovered as well as our friends David and Cora where they're they're like dog smart and really can be really friendly if you teach them to be and socialize them and then they just die horribly slowly like an elderly relative like after like a year and a half two years if you're lucky and so it, it's like I'm gonna Google what's up. they're kind of like the but yeah rats are maybe a Halloween animal too but they're like, bats eat yucky bugs. Spiders eat other yucky bugs. They are yucky bugs themselves, and I kind of don't love them in the house, but outside I leave them alone because, you know, we have a deal. They eat the icky bugs. That's fine. Snakes definitely eat things, though, that cause, like, that spread the plague. The longest living... Snakes are our friends. ...pet rat in captivity lived to be seven years old. That is unbelievable. Is that... Oh, he's a Dumbo-eared rat. I can see from that, too. I mean, that's too. just a picture. I don't know if it's, like, 100%, like, accurate. Well, they tend... Those ones do tend to live a little longer, but... Yeah, seven years for a rat? That's like a person living to be 400 years old. <laughs> like, that's insane. <laughs> seven. Yeah. Like seven times, like you know, if you imagine they maybe live to be a year and a half, and then you you take the average person, yeah, you know, so it's like seventy four or whatever. Years and four months, Guinness yeah. World Records. Let's see. Now that rat would have been like alive long before America. <laughs> if he was a person, you would have seen like he would have been able to meet Napoleon and like, Isn't yeah. The oldest rat ever was named Rodney, and he lived mm-hmm. seven till he was seven years old. Also, it's kind of amazing that he's a he, because the boys tend to, I think, not live as long. He was, what the fuck? He was born in January 1983 and lived, in, or, and died on May of 1990. May of 1990. Yeah, he lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Had the same name as his owner, Rodney, Rodney Mitchell. Mitchell. Old Rodney Jr., the rat. On this Halloween episode, but yeah, generally speaking, you know, rats are great, but they're part of a group of critters that historically wreck things for human civilization, whereas cats and snakes and things tend to eat those and make things better. Okay, little another side note, though. Beyond rats, the oldest rodent, uh, goes to a naked mole rat. A naked mole rat was born in 1973 and lived all the way to 2002? So he 28 was 28 years. 28 years old. 
Naked mole rat. I don't know anything about them, but that's um, well, wild. I would have assumed it was like a capybara or something, as no, far as like a rodent. Small. No, 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 no. I know they're not like those. What I mean is, if something was going to live that long, I would have figured it would have been like a marsupial or a capybara or something. Something about what is this about a porcupine? Like, not an opossum because they love to die. They're so cute. Yeah, um, we saw the porcupines are another long-living rodent, the largest rodent species. Uh, attain a longer life. The also a spooky pine. Halloween animal, the porcupine. Well, Don't poke yourself. They'll fuck you up. Ah, uh, they will. The oldest porcupine lived to be 27 years old. That is There's pretty a impressive. Naked mole rat, and if you watched Kim Possible growing up, oh my god, he looks like little balls. He's yeah, scrotum. All hairless rats and naked mole rats look like scrotums and wieners. Aww, he's just a little wiener with teeth. That's a chubby boy. Uh, yeah. This one, look at him. He was around for, yeah, he looks like a weird mutant hippopotamus from Doom. This one, or something like, what if there was a hippopotamus in the Doom 5? Oh, God, this would be Doom a, five. a scary looking, like, zombie. No, I know. Which I would fucking hate. This one's doing yoga. He's summoning the devil. The devil. Yeah, Alexis he's creepy. is afraid of zombies. Yeah, I fucking hate And zombies. also, th and thereby afraid of homeless encampments because if a zombie Speaking of Halloween apocalypse started they're gonna start it there. would start there and it could actually get pretty big before anyone really realized it's like like are these people wandering around just on fentanyl or are they like and it's like oh god they're all dead and by then oh. there's like a thousand of them already and you're like shit shit I assumed we would run into like five or six and the military would kill them and now they're everywhere I fucking work at a hospital in the city and one of the ways I was taking goes to this section that kind of has been like overrun by users and the one standing nice up, like, it. walking around, like, ODing and shit, and, like, doing the, what is it, the first, uh, first space. Oh, for the, what, the John Mulaney bit, what junkies would refer to as first position. Yeah. So you're, like, standing up straight sure. and, like, like that. And, like, you think they're, like, waiting for the bus, but they're 100%, like, like, talking to the devil. Yeah. There's been there's been more and more it's people scary. downtown that we've 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 seen. We're like maybe that's like a normal person, and they are in fact speaking with the devil. They're sitting there just being like, I don't know, blah, 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 blah. and actually we brought that up earlier because you know I'm a big fan of Doug Stanhope and everything, and uh, he made this big point. Oh yeah, and it connected because we were watching some horrible fucking dating show, and uh, you know the lady was like. You know, if I had a, if I got pregnant with a baby that was gonna be like fucked up, I'd say like let's, you know, let's not. And the younger, because cool, she like, works with developmentally challenged people. She's like, oh, it's depressing so and draining and horrifying. And she's like, I don't know, like having kids is hard enough. I don't know if I want to do that. And he's like, we talk, we haven't, we haven't. A, he's got the sculpted basketball guy he's a beard. Kid, he's like, hey, no, if we trying to have a baby. You gotta have. Yeah, he's young. He's twenty five. Yeah. So, but anyway, like, like watching her have to explain to him without it, because that's the other thing. When you're a reasonable person in this day and age, now you have two problems. A, you have to explain your position to someone else, and B, carefully not use any buzzwords that make it sound like you wouldn't love to raise a baby with and a million then, mental problems, because then you, then everyone's going to get mad at you for, like, going, uh, I don't think I could handle that, and you're just like, um, the right word for this is not retard, don't say that, and you're like, okay, sorry, but, like, I'm not trying to, like, have my soul crushed by trying to, 
raise a kid with all these problems that lives to be 12. Like, I, if I could avoid that, maybe I wouldn't. He's like, that's not reasonable. And it's like... It even <laughs> got worse, though, because then she met the parents, and then he decided that was the opportune time to bring up that conversation to his parents. What the fuck? I would have dumped his ass. Wife, but the point is... that that you can bring that up in front of the parents? Because then they started judging her, and she's just, like, sitting there like... She should have got... I hope... I would have been... I didn't keep watching it because who cares, but, like, I hope she got out. But anyway... I do, too. The thing that, like... The funny part, though, in this... I did a a bit of a stand-up thing about this, and I will admit it was... I I do not rip other people off because I have my own stupid ideas. But there was adjacent to a Doug Stanhope thing uh, where he was talking about how, like, oh, it's cool to raise someone with all these mental problems, but then also at 18, they're out the door. So now they're just shuffling down the street, mumbling and screaming at all the bees that are living in those be- in his beard. And the second I make eye contact with you while I'm outside trying to smoke, all those bees in your beard are now my problem or whatever. But I extrapolated on that to like, you know, any kid or anything. You're not having a baby. You're making a person. That you're eventually going to get mad at for not trying hard enough in math class. And it's like adopting a tiger cub. Like, what happens when it gets too big to keep in the house? Oh, you're just going to let it roam the streets and attack people? Because that is what you're doing. You're like, I can't handle this kid anymore. And society wanted me to have one, so now it's society's problem. You're just making traffic. Like, that thing is going to, like, steal my car stereo. Uh, yeah, my specific joke, I think, in the original stand-up bit was, like, sitting there being like, how are we going to afford diapers? And you're like, that's short-sighted. Why aren't you talking about how are we going to afford bail? Like, when he <laughs> gets drunk and crashes our car into a judge's house. It's like, that costs more than diapers, but for some reason, you only imagine baby in diapers, Little League, and then put it out of your mind about driving cars and getting boners. We don't want to think about that. And you're like, you realize how fast that comes up? And then that's just a bump in the road until all those boners and cars are, you know, my problem. When that thing comes into wherever I work, which luckily I do not work with the public. And actually, I yeah, let's segue that into, wait, is there more Halloween to have? No, I don't know. The point is, is this podcast is supposed to be motivational, which it never is. Uh, but on a secondary thing... It sort of at least follows me in the story of my complaining and bitching and everything about life. Uh, True. And I I was yelling about how I was getting done with freelancing because it's like, yeah, I, you know, I have a history of being able to just fall ass backwards into enough money to make things work and kind of swing from the trees like Tarzan and whatever. Yeah. And it's like I never got like a bit like I went to a little bit of community college like a hundred years ago. So no matter what I would have studied, probably wouldn't even exist anymore yeah but you didn't go in like the late 90s like you went because you're 28 and i'm 42 yeah you were like a little kid when i was going to college to learn how to do nothing that even exists anymore but i went to the same one okay but anyhow like i was uh i love that the term the paper ceiling has been coined because it's like yeah you may be good at this but I think we need to hire this 19-year-old who, whose parents put him through college because college, college, college. And then they leave after a month and you're like, how can we not find people who are smart? Because dumb places will, you know, ignore people like me until we fight, sneak, and sucker our way in. Which I finally did. So, yeah, I might not put too fine a point on where it is just yet, just in case. But I'll just say this. Is that it is somewhere where a, a friend of mine is also kind of a permanent contractor uh, person, but I, I will be the 
creative director, social media design guy for sort of a really cool place that if you're in Minnesota, you've definitely heard of, especially if you're a stoner, uh, that, you know, makes a lot of, it's basically, they, they, they make two things, art and drugs, and, <laughs> or at least are a conduit through which, you know, the art, art and legal retail drugs, which, you know, amazingly, there's a lot of now. Yeah. And that was another thing I wanted to bring up. But anyway, yeah, I seem to be uh, gainfully employed now. I start on Monday, which might be today when this comes out, as as the, the Don Draper for, like, kind of a cool, uh, artistic, druggy, neat place um, where I'll be working for a while. And I'll probably start talking specifically. And I've done some work for them before as, as a side contractor or whatever. And it kind of turned out that I was looking for a little bit of stability, because I'm sick and tired of working all night and having to drive to the middle of nowhere and do all this shit. It's like, I like making music videos for both money and people I like. And by the way, if you're watching this, it still has to be both. Like, I'll do it for you if you're my friend, but I'm also going to charge you. It literally has to be money and friend. Otherwise, I'm out of the game and I'm just making my own shit. But, uh, you know, I relish the idea of doing creative and somewhat problem solving occasionally idea mad men marketing work for something that I believe in. And then at around four or five, I'm done. And I do not give a shit about what happens until I go back in, in the morning when they begin paying me again for my time and brain. And so that idea, I know some people are like, isn't that how it works? I'm like, well, fine. I was in bands forever and I was, was freelancing and like learning how to do all this side hustle grind shit. But for me, yeah, I didn't want to like go work at a warehouse and yeah, I didn't want to just, I made fun of like, I wish I had a bullshit email job where I just had to answer shit periodically and screw around all day. It's like, but I probably would have gotten bored. I do need a challenge too. I just don't want a stupid challenge. Like we got to get those sales numbers up. I'm like, that's not a challenge. That's bullshit. And you end up working for someone who's not qualified to manage other people. It's just that they sold the most VCRs back in the eighties. So now they're the vice president mm -hmm. and they don't know what they're doing. And by them, I mean their kid and you have to listen to them. Yeah. No, like I like working somewhere where I had my job interview without having to turn in a resume with the owner of the entire company, and we seem to get along pretty well. And he has a lot of good ideas. So yeah, that'll the be. The universe just... gave you signs, though. The universe is like, get the fuck, yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I put out a little mini podcast thing just in case you are someone who watches this and does not actually look at things on my Facebook. Although I think that 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 person maybe doesn't exist. I think it's all people that I sort of know. Um, and as I've said, that's still impressive because you can start a podcast and still have friends and still have zero people listening to your podcast. <laughs> so like the fact that anyone, as I pointed out to David Murder, if you can stand me at all, you might enjoy listening to this. Now that's a caveat. I can stand you. Well, there I you go. Up for it. I know, and sometimes you listen to this podcast behind the curtain in the massage chair. Well, and then I fell asleep behind it and wake up and you're still doing it. Yeah, well, it goes like, whoa. It goes for an hour. Yeah, so that's a really good nap. <laughs> yeah, this podcast is a good nap. That should be what it says on Filled, uh, Google. With yelling. Yeah, it's a yell nap. Well, you know the thing is, is one thing I noticed about you early, even in the days of our dating, was that you could sleep through a war, mm. and you still can. You do need a more comfortable sleeping service. Service. Surface. I need a comfortable sleeping service. 
Actually, that sounds great. Yeah, can you sleep me, uh, yeah, sleep can, me a lullaby? Can you sleep me a service? Can you sleep me a... But I, um, that's understandable as you grow up, but... Yeah, I'm um, old. Yeah. I said grow up, not grow old, which makes not you sound bad, but me. I just jizzed all over the table. Well, there's a lot of that. Um, but... Yeah, like, I noticed that, like, I'd have, like, the TV on, I'd be, like, working on music, and you would just be, like, dead asleep on the couch, like, so, you've gotten very used to sleeping during the cacophony of me yelling. But what's the other thing that I do? Oh, talk in your sleep? Well. In a way that terrifies me? Yes. That's no, that is talking in your sleep. That's legitimately what well, that phenomena yeah. is. So, my husband likes to leave me on the couch and not bring me to bed. Well. We want to say why. Yeah, because I'm like, it's time for bed, and you'll 100% wake up and be like, yeah, okay, I'm coming upstairs, and I, and you won't remember it, and you'll just lay back down. Like, that's fully the demon Alexis talking. I've done this since I was a little kid. Uh, my mom would be like, Alexis, it's time to wake up, and I will literally talk and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting up, it's fine, and then she'll go, and then... It wasn't me. It's like you literally have to shake me awake. I physically have to like eyes popped. Are my eyes open? Oh yeah, you're making eye contact. Like she's just like, yeah, I'll come. I'm, I'm coming right now. Like you know, like someone who's That's a little probably tired. Like my part of uh, like sleepwalking. Like yeah, uh, it is. That's who? what that is. Who? Yeah, that. Well, what's her name? Uh, um, I forget. Selena Spooky Boo. Yeah, like the one who does all the sleepwalking. Videos on TikTok. I don't have TikTok anymore, but um, I did. yeah, and it, you know, TikTok at this point, the best stuff on TikTok goes to other platforms. Mm -hmm. Like, here's the fun thing: all other social media is a perfect filter for TikTok. If you go on TikTok, you see the things that maybe get filtered into other things, but then you also see the stuff that doesn't. So you, you never want to. It's like just you know, it's like just drinking raw, unpasteurized milk. It's like okay. Like, you want the stuff that's gone through everything else, and now I saw it. So her, her videos are on, on everything. But they have, you know, all kinds of, well, I don't know what, real link cameras up in their house. That so they, they set up with uh, night vision, which is also yep. terrifying because it makes everyone's, like, eyes do the, like, dog in a headlight glow thing. Uh, I can't the, even get my eyes to do the crazy person thing. What like, do you mean? My, my pupils, or my iris is always touching the bottom. Oh, the mania thing? No, you just yeah. did it. Did I? Yeah, bug them out and look down. Okay. So, like, tip your head back and look at the thing, and then look at yourself. I can't. Look at the look at your image on the thing, and bug your eyes out as much as you can with your head tipped back. See? No, it's like Clockwork when, Orange. No, it's when you're you're white all around because you're. No, crazy. it's the top. The top is the thing. You and, told me it's because the nope. the you get white all around. No, you get white across the top because you never do that normally. Like, look at how my eyes. Like, always are. Like, no matter what I'm doing, I'm just kind of like, hello, blah, 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 blah. You see that, like, my lids but you said maybe are touching when the... it's all around. I didn't say that. I said it was across the top, which is what Dr. Drew said, which is what I was repeating. And then people remember things wrong, and that's not my fault. But... I'm looking for many eyes. Yeah. No, it's the, like, hey, how you doing there? You're the, the, that one clockwork horn po post poster where they show him in the thing, and he's like, like, that's either meth or mania. I don't even know what the hell you're looking at. I'm trying to find it. It's the guy from uh, season two of... Um, 
mania eyes. Oh, yeah, the guy that was always actively turning into a werewolf. By the way, that show we were referencing earlier with the guy who wants to, like, raise, like, a a botched baby uh, because it's, like, the right thing to do and then to be, like, tired and exhausted and feel like the world owes him being able to kick it out of the house and then now it's our problem. Yeah, that guy. He had mania eyes. I kind of like him, though. What was his name? Bertice. Bertice. Which one? This one? Yeah, Werewolf Man. Oh, this one is Shane. No, I don't like that other guy. He has no personality okay. and is just like a weird, like, pro-life, boring, basic dude. Like, no, I don't love him. Dude. I like the guy. For one, he always wears a suit. Two, he's a werewolf. It's yeah. a lot of, like, yeah, look at that man. He's like Wait, fucking it. Gary Busey. Look yeah, at that guy. see, like, his... The white's all around. Yeah, well, that is in extreme cases where maybe he just has more bigger eyes or less eyelid on the bottom. But the top is the thing. Like, because nobody, like, when you're a normal person, no matter what you're doing, you're like this. Because, you know, when, like, like, hot chicks that are getting a little older talk to you and they're like, hi. And you're like, whoa. Like, that's the mania coming out. And everyone who's watching this. Yeah, you told me, like, I can't do it unless I, like, no, it's the top. Yeah, that. It's that. No one... I don't do this. Do what? Remind me of the babe? Yeah. Babe with the power? Yeah, what power? Power of who you... This is a good podcast. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, for the people at home... Uh, if you're talking way. to somebody... Who you did it! You and they're like that, there's like, Hey, yeah, man, I don't think... Well, it's what my, you know, old co-host looked like every time we gave him ecstasy or Adderall or whatever, or mushrooms. He looked like a horse, but was spooked by a thunderstorm. But, like, the whole time, like, Hey, I really like... I fucking hated that. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, Hey, shout out. And I just yelling, Don't look at me! Yeah, stop your blobby, because we were on mushrooms, too. So someone being like, How are you guys doing? was, like, a little bit disturbing. It was too much. It's always fun. I just kept yelling, Don't look at me! Don't stop making that big face. What's wrong with your face? What's wrong with your face? That's a good figgles. <laughs> uh, I was doing Mr. Plinkett. I know, but it's not far from Yo, here. Yo, fuck me, block. Yeah, you know what? Figgles is kind of a mini Mr. Plinkett in a way. Did I say that today where I was just like, doesn't he live on B block? <laughs> no, yeah, because he's the white boy on 85th Street is what. Uh. But and you were like... I thought he was on B Block. I'm like, no, that's when he was in jail. I know. I we're, we're talking about I the people in, in his neighborhood. Viggles is the Mr. Rogers of Brooklyn Park. I wasn't 100% being serious. But it was a good thing to say. Well, this is the place for that. <laughs> oh, that was that. Uh, I breathed a little much up my nose. Jungle So, yeah, we talked about <coughs> my job. I didn't really get a whole lot into the whole, like, there's not a lot to say about my whole thing of uh, quitting live music forever, except for just that it's like, it's all bullshit. What are you doing? I like that. You're like a Russian space monkey. What is that? You're like sucking your own face off. You smell like one too. You look like a monkey. You blew your own. That's like a. This is entertainment. Especially if you're just listening, which some people do. Oh. Yeah. Well, you should watch this one. You get to see my beautiful wife ruin her face. (laughs) What's wrong with your? 
face. What's wrong with your face? You know, if you do that, your face will get stuck like that. Yeah, I love all of the things that came from our vaguely, though we're slightly different ages, our, our vague parental generation. Mm-hmm. Every piece of wisdom was to just shut you up. Yeah. If, you're, if you keep making that face, it'll stick like that, because what they can't explain to you is, if you keep making that face, the neighbors who I hate will judge me for being a bad parent for allowing you to make that face. And, you know, when you say it out loud, it makes you sound like a shallow dumbass. So, of course, you have to be like, you don't want your face to stay like that do you we had people do it and then you're like i want it to look like that and then they're like you're such a bad child i can't believe i made you and i'm gonna throw you into the fucking world for everyone else to deal with later are you okay no no be a good host and don't linger what were you about to say before that uh that's um yeah people then did all these like challenges like the kylie jenner like lips thingy that they like Fuck up their lips. Do you remember saying that? Uh, no. Okay, I'm gonna find it so you can. I was probably reading a book while people were like, "Are they eating Tide Pods?" I'm like, "Oh God, you're so above this by making fun of it, even though you're absorbing that all day by staring at your phone." Now, isn't that the nature of irony? Oh God. Okay, let me show you a video. Gone wrong. Here's. I'll have to describe it to the audience. Yep. Ew. She has weird, fucked up lips. Don't run the sound, though. Turn that off. Okay. You see how you're doing good. You've almost done it. There we go. So there she is. Hold on. She's ugly. I'm to find the, no, the videos. So you oh, had to put, you put... Ick! Yeah, because uh, Kylie Jenner had, like, makeup shit that she was selling... And they had this thing, like, this limp plumper to get their, like, lips like them. Yeah, so they get a blowjob so lips. you take, I don't have, if this was smaller, you basically give It was your, what you were just doing. You blow out of your pointing lips, to the thing. You go like this, and you go, no, this is too big. It needs to be Okay, small. well, fine. But you go like this, and then you yeah. suck until it sucks your lips out, but then it pumps them up, and you actually can bust your lips. Yeah, all your corpuscles and things like that. Well, yeah, no, it was a bunch Look of poor people gone wrong. trying to use a medical medication jar to reenact $50,000 plastic surgery for free, which, yep. you know, guess what? Even $50,000 plastic surgery will fuck your face up forever because, like, you know, they charge for it as if they've completely figured out how it works forever, which, no, they haven't. They're just jelly, though. There was a Bill Burr they thing. They have these lips. And they're like, check it out. Yeah, and it just so it looks like you have this inflamed baboon vagina that people can stick their dick in. It's like, I want to look like that, but don't you dare comment on it in a sexual way. And then that guy did it. And he's like... I've seen some scary ones where they bust their lips. Yeah, it was a fun trend on the internet where people ruined their own face. Good thing all these people are already ugly, though, so that doesn't matter. And also, it's like... They probably were never going to do anything interesting, so if they end up dying, it's like, fine. It's like, yeah, Ugh, don't we don't need you. It's like puffer. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Problem is, is, human beings are too resilient. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh, it's natural selection. It's like, not one of those people are going to die. They're going to live to be 85 years old, just glumping around from situation to situation in their life, getting in the way, merging in front of you without signaling in, in traffic and, like, just whatever. Like, this didn't kill them. But it might make them, like, angry. Like, oh, my lips are messed up, so now I have to yell at you in line at Costco. Like, 
Yeah, they, yeah. nobody ever dies. They just stay around. Like and they just get more and more and more crabby because now they look all fucked up because they were stupid enough to listen to TikTok. Oh, this one popped. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, way to fuck up your face. You fucked up your you face. You fucked up your face. It's like a challenge. Ow. It's like, can you, well, it's are like you, the same thing with are the you cool enough to do something milk, dumb? Milk crate challenge, the whole thing. Remember the cinnamon challenge? Oh, where and everybody like, just threw up. And doctors were like, well, no, that's like the No, the, if you ate like a thing of cinnamon, you'd barf. The problem with cinnamon, though, is you, when you go to breathe, it's so fine that you inhale it. Oh, it just goes it in and, your lungs. Yeah, and so that's the problem is people are aspirating it and like getting really sick. Yeah, and a lot of them were puking, which then was, the, like, the fun part. Well, that's also the, uh, there's something about, like, the Sprite challenge. If you, like, down a Sprite, like, you'll, like, backwards vomit, barf. Yeah. Burp something. I mean, well. The milk You know, okay, challenge. if you drink a gallon of water as fast as you can, it's going to have medical repercussions. And water is the healthiest thing that you can drink. So as soon as you replace it with milk or Sprite... Or, like, whatever. It's like, okay, imagine this is already poison, and also a gallon of water would, would do the same same thing to you. Milk crate challenge. Because, you know, all these challenges. Yeah, well, the milk crate challenge was completely a thing where ah. it was, like, literally impossible. I loved when, when I was really, when I was big on TikTok for half a second, like, six months ah. to a year ago. I had some kid, like, the people in the comments were just ridiculous. I knew every single one of them were 12 years old. Except for the ones that agreed with me that could use words. And I'm like, okay, you're at least 20, but that's probably about yeah. as old as you might be. But someone was like, I did the milk crate challenge, for example. And I'm like, it was literally designed so it wouldn't work. You can't do it. And he's like, I guess I'm just built different. And I'm like, all right, where? link me to the video then. This is TikTok. And then he just didn't reply. I'm like, yeah, you people are children and I hate you. Well, like I work, one of my jobs was working at a gas station. Oh my I God, that guy this. ate hard yeah. shit. Like. That's exciting. Duh. Well, yeah, it, it, it's it's ah, one of those things with the boom. physics of it is Ow. you'd have to be a Shaolin monk who could already run up a waterfall to be able to do this. And, of course, Ooh. those guys could, but those guys do things that were otherwise impossible. She's in heels. Is she actually going to make it? That's she amazing. I wish we could. She made oh, it. Oh, she did. In heels. And then there's someone at a concert. I hope all those people die. She... <laughs> I just, God. ICU's filling up. Half COVID patients, half milk crate challenge. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny That's comment. Really funny. Oh. No, there's the ones that fall down and then they fall on the milk crates. And I was like, there's your busted ribs. Oh, right. I was going to, because I was talking to someone on here who wanted an update on the HHC because I did almost mm -hmm. a whole podcast about it while also on it. And, um,. Because we're, I mean, we have rambled. We, you know, we literally are at, we only have 10 minutes left. It's almost been an hour. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So I wanted, I did want to get that in. And. You'll get it in. Oh, yeah. But anyway, like, uh, no, I would like to report that so far, HHC is the best, um, not only of the Delta 8s and the all the weird 8s, but the not so big all of the other kind of weird alternative legal exactly. bizarre Minnesota sort of cannabis related molecules out there. Uh, I prefer it to actual weed. At least the brand uh, Mellow Fellow that I that we, that we got from uh, Smokeless, which is a local place that has a couple of stores around town. Um, yeah, 
don't know what my point is, but oh right, I got I got asked to sort of elaborate, and yeah, I like it. I'm I'm gonna get more, and that's gonna be HHC will be my anti drug. Like it'll be because I, you know her and I like got super high with that yesterday. And uh, by the way, I should I should uh, point out that it's not an edible thing. Because it feels like anything, because even like Delta 8, I think, worked for me better than regular weed, although it still had that potential for a little anxiety. Eating it was like a a mushroom trip without the spiritualness. It was just like, because mushrooms, you know, you you might look in the mirror and turn into your own grandparents and see the carpet turn into weird Aztec symbols or something like that. But it holds your hand along the way and helps you understand that it all means something and it matters. Uh, edible Delta eight for me and for like Jimmy Don and a few people I talked to, uh, was like that, but without it holding your hand, it's just like, I'm just seeing this and it's kind of wigging me out. So I think an edible actual weed and I have always had a difficult relationship. So I think I just need to not even factor in the edible portion of it. And I know vaping ain't great for you. Like the only thing I can eat is like CBD candies and things like that is fine. And that, that, that mellows me out a little bit. It's great. But yeah, HHC smoking it is literally, we were like listening to the Quentin Tarantino solid gold seventies hits and just mm-hmm. vibing. And I wasn't like, Hang on, though. Did I do something weird? Is it a little bit like cold, black, and empty in here, and it can see through me? That whole thing of anxiety, yeah, that wasn't there. So far, HHC is just completely what it, like what weed is advertised as from things about the 70s. Like, it's it's 70s weed, I guess, even though that's probably still different because I'm sure it's stronger. But it's also legal. And again, for everyone that I didn't watch the last time I was talking about, go look up the HHC one if you want. Uh, episode a few episodes ago. But yeah, it has an extra carbon molecule to it. It's the difference between it's what turns vegetable oil into margarine and what turns uh, hemp derived THC into HHC is just one extra carbon molecule. Hmm. But carbon molecules do a lot. It's like the difference between Adderall and actual methamphetamines and things. Say, yeah, yeah. It, it's in a. It's the difference between meth and <clears throat> other meth. <laughs> meth and kid meth. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the update on that is, is it really works for me. The problem with that update is, is that nevertheless, there's some people that real Joey Diaz monster energy drink weed works for perfectly when you eat 200 milligrams of it. And like, they're like, we have a real problem in, maybe it's with all humans, our society in particular, I guess I would say, where no one believes that anyone works differently than they do. No matter what you tell them, no matter how many scientists are like, yeah, this isn't going to hit everyone the exact same way. Everyone believes that like, well, we work, you're just smoking it wrong. It's like, it doesn't work for everyone. And I understand that where I'm like, I like booze, but some people, it just makes them tired and then hung over. Like it, it, I get that it doesn't, and matter of fact, it doesn't even affect me the same way it did when I was younger. Like things change, you yourself, across other people, and there's this bizarre. Like I've no, I've certainly noticed it with metabolic stuff where, you know, I understand to a certain degree, going like let's not demonize people that are fat, but I also think it's like, look, some people have metabolisms like I do that make me fat unless I work at it. And the problem isn't, let's go, people who are 400 pounds are healthy and beautiful. No. 
but we should go people who have abs just because they walk to work once a week and they still eat SpaghettiOs and drink Mountain Dew are genetic freaks who sit there going, oh, everyone's the same. So anyone that is fat must be a million times lazier than me. And that's the person we should be fighting. That's the person we should be dealing with. It's like, let's not let them control the narrative here. Sometimes it takes work. I've never seen you, like, high like that. Remember, like, Meredith and I were literally like, whoa, like, you're high because, like, you can't do edibles at all. No. Like, no. It's like, the, I mean, hello, our airplane to getting married. Like, yeah, when I uh, I accidentally ate an entire uh, Delta 8 sucker that I should have just, you know, taken licks off of, like the wise old owl. Um, I ate the whole thing, but yeah, I, I, it causes me to have, like, I think I'm dying. It's not, and not even, again, no one's holding your hand. Sometimes mushrooms make you feel like you're dying and that dying is the best thing you could ever do. Like they give you that feeling sometimes. This was all of that without that. So I'm like, am I, do I have serotonin syndrome? Like what's happening with me? I think me? the biggest problem though is a lot of those are still highly unregulated. And so that's like, you don't know what you're getting with edibles. Cause they go, oh, here's your edible, but they're not all the same. That is also true. There could be all I mean, sorts I don't of think other. You were not good with edibles in general, but yeah. even like what happened with mom is like there, you could be licking it 10, 15 times and it's still not going to be the same each time because half of the sucker over here has all of it and the other yep. doesn't. No, that's the thing. Well, except for shit that comes like from certain places like Colorado, we did learn they have fucking hardcore standards about that, which by the way, they kicked them out, the people that were. Faking. Right, right, right. So the anybody that like okay, so there, there's ways you're supposed to make edibles, right? Where you bake it into the process, so every part of it has the same amount of it infused into it as every other part of it. So if you cut it in half, each half is the same. Mm-hmm. Like that's totally a thing. Um, but then, like you know, California at least a few years ago, they didn't have the same standards, and so they would just spray them with shit. So like one of these gummy worms has all of the THC, and one of them has none. So you're like, oh, I can eat three of these because that last one I had didn't do anything. But then I ate three of the ones that had all of it on it, and now I'm going to hell. Like, yeah. it's absolutely insane. And I want to just throw this out there for all the fucking libertarian dipshits that, you know, may or may not be listening to this, although I can't imagine. It's like, regulation is bad. It's like, okay, I don't even have to make all the argument. It's just so it's like, fine, go go drink milk made by, like, the, the free market giving you the right weed stuff is like the free market giving you meat that isn't rotten. It's like, how many people are going to die before they finally stop shopping at your place? Oh, but wait. Capitalism means you can just go, well, we sold that and changed the name to a different thing that isn't associated with all those people who died from eating poisoned dog food. And now it's this different thing. And then, yeah, like we have a new CEO and then here you go. And it's like, oops, it starts all over again and a million more people die. Unless, of course, there was actual regulation so it never happened in the first place. Uh-oh, those go against liberty libertarian ideals but that's okay those are stupid and so are you that's fine uh but yeah like you know weed is like a lesser thing but if you literally yeah literally like the the wild west of the the california legal weed versus denver at least back in the day when both of those things were newer it was a palpable difference everyone in the state where it was not legal had all of our friends illegally send us stuff from colorado and not california because you want to fuck with that shit Regulation also is very important because, like, currently Delta 8 is uh, getting in trouble because uh, gas stations are selling Delta 8 to kids. Yeah. And so now we have kids freaking the fuck out because they're eating these things, which they shouldn't have had anyway. And now it's getting a bad name because it's not regulated and it's just you're getting them at gas stations or, you know, where you're not even going to a place that 
they card you, they know your age and shit, so we need to regulate yeah. that too. And that is that is how I'll end this with something that I have talked about before, which is all drugs should be legal, but they should all be legal in the same sort of regimented, stratified way where, okay, you know how you have to like go be 21 and go to a liquor store or bar to get booze? That is a fine rule, whatever. But thinking of that rule, you don't go, yeah, but okay, how about these hallucinogenic gummy things we can just sell at Quick Trip and we kind of like will accept your older sister's ID and then you go, no, no, that isn't how it works. Weed and dispensaries and things like that that you also have to show your ID to get into. Maybe there's a cop there just like, you know, liquor stores or whatever. That's fine, too. And all you have to do is extrapolate that like a little bit further out for everything else. For example, cocaine. Cocaine should be legal, but it should only be sold in liquor stores, but in, remember in video stores when the porno is in the room in the back? Yeah, that's the cocaine room. And like renting a U-Haul truck, you have to be 25 to get in there. So first you have to get in the liquor store, and then prove that you're old enough to rent ultra porn, and show that you, you're like, okay, you can go back into the cocaine room, and it really filters everyone out, that's the only way to get that. Um, I'm too young for porn rooms. Yeah, you. Blockbuster was on. It's like way out slowly. No, yeah, yeah. Again, our uh, uh, our twenty eight to forty two <laughs> uh, yeah. age difference does change a few things a little to get, bit. Like, cartoons, and you're over there like going in the porn room, and I'm just I was. like, hi, I'm gonna marry that baby. But as smart people uh, know that the the cartoon and the porno in the anime section back in the day were one and the same. Say, but no one that. could read Japanese, and neither could I. But I recognized boobies when I saw them. Or tentacles. Yeah, and that was your thing. So, um, <laughs> the fisherman's wife and the fisherman's wife too. The retentacling. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> what gonna say? You're like my Doctor Krieger anime uh, uh, hologram. Uh, but yeah, you know, and you know, hallucinogens should only be given to you by a shaman, and perhaps heroin is prescription only, except maybe. It is prescribed in that way that weed was in California 10 years ago, where it's like, my back hurts a little bit, and like, I understand, here you go. But you have to go, you can't just go through it. Maybe you have to be 30 before you get to buy heroin, and you can only smoke it. If you want injectable heroin, you have to be 45 or older, and okay, you really have to convince fun. your doctor that you're on your way out. Only and things, that's fine. But no, that's what I'm legal. saying. Like, all drugs should be legal. It would it would fix crime. Because here's where we go. It's, 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 everything's regulated. That's a all drugs, podcast. All that's drugs are legal. And then, but then, you know, you're like, yeah, but kids are still going to. It's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, the punishment for Grand Theft Auto is fucking death. death. <laughs> the punishment for a drive-by shooting is death. But then all drugs are legal. And then go like, okay, what are you going to make a rap album about now? Yeah, that's what I thought. Have fun going to work. Anyway, that's what... <laughs> Uh, and she taught me that word. What? Caesarp. Yeah, Caesarp, which again will be dispensed by a proper medical dispensary because it has codeine in it, which means you do need the medical heroin license where if you go to a retired or perhaps often sued doctor, they will go, all right, well, do you have severe menstrual cramps? And I will go, yes, <laughs> don't assume my gender, give me my heroin, 
You bitch. The Reverend John Wheeler podcast takes zero responsibility for the words, actions, or ideas of its host, guests, or listeners. Though the people on the screen may at times be speaking directly to you and may occasionally give you direct calls to action, neither Reverend John nor the Alchemical Cocktail Lounge are under any moral or legal obligation to answer for the potentially disastrous repercussions that may arise if you are stupid enough to actually follow the orders of a raving lunatic. Think for yourself and do whatever you want because you're on your own. If anyone ever tries to sue this podcast, black SUVs will converge on your location in the darkness of night and you will never be seen again. Remember to like and subscribe.